the guy who was, right? Don't you think the guy who was killed would want justice to be done to the murderer? The answer is, he may want it, but at the end of the day, you're disgracing his body, and it's not up to you to forego it. The body does not belong to you, right? It's not, it's not yours. You're not the of you're, you're not the owner of the body. God gave it to you, and there's certain rules and regulations. You can cause a disgrace to the body. Like you can't put a tattoo on it also. Okay, you're right. You can't. There's too many things you can't do because it's not a cover to the body. Again, so the Gemara asks... What if, it, sorry, what if it's not a disgrace to the body? What if you're going to be honoring the body as a result of an autopsy to find out that he didn't die from natural causes? Maybe somebody killed him. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. And look, we don't allow it unless the government uh, enforces it. We don't allow it. Okay? So the Gemara seems to be saying, Maybe the reason why we kill the murderer is because we check the maze. And then the Gemara asks, Okay, very nice, you're being menavel the maze. But maybe we need to be menavel the maze to save the life of the murderer. And the Gemara says, no, because even an autopsy would not save his life. You know why? Because maybe you're going to end up cutting him up, and there's going to be a mum in the place where you're cutting, and you won't be able to know whether there's a mum or there's not a mum anyway. And therefore, you're not going to be saving anyone's life. And it must be, why do we kill the dead? Why do we kill the murderer? It's because we follow the rive. It's a raya, we follow rive. And this, the Gemara in Chulin, is one of the rayas and shas that an autopsy is prohibited. Another raya, it's not on the sheet, the Gemara Baba Basra, on Kufnon Dalit, talks about a case where uh, somebody yarshened a piece of land and then he sold it. And there's a claim by, by the original owners of the land that this kid sold the land as a minor. He wasn't a gadol. He, was uh, he was less than 13 years old. And then the kid died. And now the question is, Let's, how do we know how old the kid was when he, when he sold the land? So the Gemara says, let's do a badika. Let's check if he has uh, two hairs or not. The Gemara says, you can't do a badika. It's nivel hames. Just a badika. Just a badika alone. Say it's a nivel hames. It's outside. You don't have to do anything. Please That's what the Gemara says. It's outside. It's, it's, uh, just to take him out of the grave is mean it's nivel That's what the Gemara says. Is a nivel. That's one of the, another raya. The Gemara uses a lashon that's nivel. So from here again, we see you can't cause a disgrace to a dead body. Okay. But here is the question um, that's a very contemporary issue. And that is, in every medical school in the world, all they're busy doing is cutting up dead bodies, right? That's, that's how uh, the students have, you're not going to learn anything if you don't have uh, first-hand experience. And perhaps you could make the claim that if you don't uh, perform an autopsy, um, it's going to be a problem because uh, this way you're able to study the heart you'll be able to study what the heart looks like you'll be able to study how to do um, uh, different types of surgeries um, right. bypass you right. want to know what uh, the liver looks like you want to know what the spleen looks like you want to know what the kidneys look like you got to co- cut open the bodies and perhaps the heter is pikuach nefashos after all, even though cutting up a dead body would constitute nivel hames, which is an isser, according to the Gemara, nevertheless, v'chai bohem, all averos are suspended, b'makam pikach nefashos, maybe for the sake of uh, gaining medical information, it's permitted to conduct an autopsy. Well, you want to know medical information to be able to save uh, someone else's life. There's no imminent danger of life. Okay. 
maybe other things are inside. Is it, is it possible to make an autopsy on a, from a Eid to, to make autopsy on a Goy, on a Gentile? Uh, so whether you're allowed to make an autopsy on a Goy is a separate chair. Now we're talking about, are you allowed to make an autopsy on a Jew? Learning. You're talking about learning the different parts of the body. You do it on a Goy, go do it on a Gentile. They don't discriminate. Maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe we'll have to discuss about that next. Today we're discussing about uh, autopsies on Yiddin. And, well, let's say, for instance, a classic case would be like this. You have uh, somebody, uh, somebody who never he passed away because of a certain disease, and you want to conduct an autopsy to save a different person's life. Either, let's, in general, you want to gain <coughs> medical information to know how to treat these type of patients. You don't have any in front of you right now, but inevitably you will. And uh, let's say a doctor, he conducts a surgery, and he, you know, he messed up. So he wants to know, where did he go wrong so he doesn't do it the next time? Is that Pikach Nefashos? We would think, yeah. Right? He, because if he, does, if he does the same type of incision next time, he's going to kill the next guy also. So that's the question. The question is, is one allowed to conduct an autopsy on a Jew for the sake of saving lives in the future? Or, you know, someone passes from a disease and they want to figure out if really that was a disease so everyone would, would be vaccinated, you know? Okay, you want to know the cause of death to save a life, to save life in the future. So this is a famous question that was presented to the Noida Behuda in Madura Tinyana Simon Reishud. The Night of Yehuda got a hold of a certain question that first made its way to London. Let's take a look at number 15. Is it permitted to cut up the body of a dead person for the sake of learning? Says the Night of Yehuda. Regarding this booklet, Asher Sholach Eli, that you sent to me. Asher Herich Maracha that you wrote a lengthy composition, Benidon HaShela, regarding the question, Shabbat Elav, Mikahal Kahadosh, London. That this following, the question came from a congregation in London. Kidney stones, uh, some kind of stones, right? Some kind of gold stone, a stone. Okay? The doctors, naturally, they take the knife, let's get right to it. <laughs> didn't work. Surgery was unsuccessful. The guy didn't survive the, sh- the surgery. And the Chacham of the city were asked, Can we go into this dead person's body, cut in that area? We want to get to the bottom. What, what exactly, what kind of stones did this guy have? Where did the surgery go wrong? What kind of mistakes did they make? So the doctors should know in the future not to do this thing again. Not to do this type of surgery again. So they know what to do. That they should learn for the future not to cut so much or where to cut. Do we say, no, this is prohibited? It's a disgrace to the dead, the dead person's body. Or do we say, no, even though you're right, it is nevertheless, maybe it's permitted for the greater cause of 
to be careful uh, in the greatest possible way. And one of the Rabbanim in London, they wanted to permit this, and they said, Nivel Hames is permitted if you're doing it as a kavod for the person you're cutting up. And the raya is from Yaakov Avinu, who we learned last week, they embalmed Yaakov Avinu. Aye, the embalming process involves cutting up the body, making incisions in the body. Nevertheless, it was permitted. Why? Out of a kavod to Yaakov Avinu, they wanted to preserve the body. So we see that in an instance where cutting up the body is a kavod to the body, it's permitted. So perhaps... It's also a covet to the body if this person is giving over his body to medical science. Maybe it's not a nivel ames. Even though you're cutting up the body, this person is providing knowledge for the medical field of uh, how to perform a sur- surgery, how to deal with particular uh, sicknesses or particular diseases. Maybe it's permitted. Okay. Uh, according to the Zoyar and according to Rabbeinu Bechaye, it was spices. But if you remember the Abar Benel and the Shasachubas Harashba and the Toysus Yomtif, right? They learned that Pshuta uh, Kimashmai, they cut up Yaakov Avinu and it was permitted. It was permitted. Why oh, that's exactly what Abar Benel said because they removed his vital organs in, uh, with, with the embalming process. Right? So then. Oh, that's what the Maritzchia said in Simon Vav. Very good. That's the Paiskim said you can't learn from Kaidamat and Taira. But nevertheless, this this question or this Shoyel, he is presenting to the Knight of Yehuda that uh, perhaps it should be permitted, and we'll learn it out from Yaakov Avinu. Okay. So says the Knight of Yehuda. Look in the next paragraph. Avalani Tama. I wonder. And this night, Vihuda sets forth a tremendous yesoid in Pikuach Nefashos. What is Pikuach Nefashos? Is Pikuach Nefashos, I'm allowed to do anything that can save a life? No. No, that's not Pikuach Nefashos. Says the night, Vihuda. Halo yimzei yikra afilu sofik atzos nefashos. I am, I wonder if this is even considered a sofik Pikuach Nefashos. Because imkein lama lachem kala pilpol, what do you need all of this pilpol for? If this would be considered even Suffolk Bikoach Nefashos, it would push away Shabbos. The whole Suffolk Nefashos Doicha Shabbos. Fuloi Suffolk Shabbos, Uela, Fuloi Suffolk Shabbos Acheres. Even not this Shabbos, even a future Shabbos in 10 years from now. Suffolk Bikoach Nefashos is Doicha, even a Suffolk Shabbos. Says the Night of Yehuda, and this is a tremendous yisoid. What is considered pikuach nefashos? That's if you have a sakana in front of you. You have someone who's sick in front of you. Or someone who, uh, he, a building collapsed on him. In our situation where you want to perform an autopsy, you want to discover where the doctors went wrong. So to know in a year from now when the doctors have to do the same type of surgery, they shouldn't kill the guy that is not called Pikuach Nefashos because the person who's in danger is not in front of you. But the letter never considered Pikuach Nefashos. The letter only, the printer only says that the doctors are going to learn from it. It never mentions 
Okay. But uh, Campus is a, a grounds for, for permitting it. The only one second. One second. So, uh, he, yeah, he's saying it's not even considered a, a, a halachic toelas. There's no sick person here. They just want to learn this chachma. Perhaps, perhaps, you'll find a sick person similar to this and you'll be able to learn from this. It is certain. We do not push off because of this slight possible benefit that maybe we'll learn from this. Shomisr Taira. Even in Isr Drabanan, we're not going to push off because maybe, maybe in the future we'll be able to save lives. Which means, if you want to conduct research about a certain disease, perhaps you'll be able to save thousands of lives. But right now it involves an Isr Drabanan. says the Night of that you can't do it. What do you mean? You'll definitely save lives in the future. That's not because of Nefashos. What is it? It has to be with the what is it? Yeah, what is it's it? research. There's no there, the concept of because nefashas doesn't apply to the future. The concept of nefashas is if someone is in danger right now, you do what it takes to save them. What, what does it mean when Hashem is, uh, proceeds uh, Malka to the Tufa to the Malka? That's if Hashem. This is exactly it. This that's if Hashem gives it to you. That's if Hashem gives it to you. But for you, to, you're allowed to do, or Jews are allowed to do research to come up with information to save people in the future. But that's not pikuach nefashos. Not halacha pikuach nefashos. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now you're saying good. Very good. So now we have to, we have to, we're going to get to that. But we had the exact same scenario. Yeah. There was a family in our community that he, they had three sons. Yeah. The first son got to a certain age. Somehow, it just his health disintegrated and he passed away. The second son, as he got to the same age, same thing happened. They were both married and everything. They just got to that age, the passover. Another was the third son. So the question was to uh, embalm this second son to find out if there's a disease in the family that they can prevent for the third uh, son. And uh, the rabbonim did not allow. That's they, exactly what we're saying. Exactly. Except they said you can take pieces out, you cut little pieces out to do research, but you cannot do complete inbound. Okay, so. Like tissue samples, I guess. Yeah, but, but it's a question. Let's say the mishpacha is a certain disease. There was a mishpacha that you couldn't mount them because they would bleed to death. Right. Yeah. So the question is, aren't you allowed to go and find out how you can stop it? And you know. Yeah, as long I as mean, it doesn't involve, uh, as long as it's not involving an isidraiso or even an isidraibanan. Yeah. But if it involves an isidraibanan, you can't. So how can you do research? What do you mean, an autopsy? How can you do research? What type of research? Medical research. You're you're doing oh cell splice. What are you doing? Arabs. Whether you're allowed to do an autopsy on a guy depends on the pasuk like nivlasay alav. The Torah says ki kilalas elaykim talay, right? And Rashi brings down. Maybe we'll save it. Maybe we'll do it next week or something. But the question is, Rashi gives a certain mashal, and the question is whether that mashal applies to only Jews or to Gaim also. There's potentially, according to the Ramban, it may also apply to Gaim. But let's leave that alone for now. Now, we're, today we're talking about Jews. 
Nivel Hames. We hold by Do you hold like this Nivel Yehuda? Yes. Yes. We'll see. There are cases where an autopsy may be permitted in limited circumstances. Let's get to Yisait first. Yisait is saving a life in the future is not pikuach nefashos. It's not a It's a worthy thing. It's a very um, noble, a thing. noble thing, but it's not hala- it doesn't halachically permit any averos. So I didn't go through medical school. That is why you have a medical school. Are they, I don't know that they're cutting up uh, Jewish bodies. Cutting up bodies. Okay, so we have to see so, if it applies to Gaim. They don't use Jewish bodies. Let's see if it applies. We'll see. We'll have to it's see if it applies to Gaim. Jewish bodies are expensive. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jewish bodies are probably tuma. Gaim don't have problem tuma. If you're a ga- if you're a Kayan, you mean? No, uh, yeah, yeah. Kayan can't give medical school. Yeah, Kayan is. Okay. What medical school did Rambam go to? Just thought I put in my two cents. The Rambam? Yeah. How did he train? I don't know. He wasn't a coin. We have to see. So again, so far what the Knight of Yehuda is saying is, and we'll see in Rav Moshe Feinstein, he goes even further. Okay, it's, it's, this is a little bit of a hard concept to digest. What do you mean it's not Bikuach Nefashos? If I cut up this body, I could save thousands of people in the future. It's not Bikuach Nefashos. Why not? Just, just hashkafically, it's not because your job is not to save the world. Your job is to, to, to keep, keep the Torah. Yeah. Keep the Torah. The Torah is if someone is in danger right now, the Torah is to in danger right now. The halacha says I have to do what it takes to save him. But somebody will be in the danger in the future. It's not my responsibility. But what about the chayvahim? Exactly, the chayvahim is somebody right now. Like in law, there's a concept of a clear and present danger. But if it's not in front of you, that's not a, considered a danger, in, in, even in the legal system. But certainly in halacha, according to Noi de Bihuda, uh, even... If, if you know next week, it's going to be a Pekuch Nefesh on Shabbos. Next Shabbos is going to be a Pekuch Nefesh. Are you allowed to be over this Shabbos because you know it in advance? What do you mean, Rene? Like, for example, you know next week something. I, I can't think of a different right now. Let's say like this. Somebody has a disease right now yeah. that, that in a week he'll be... Uh, yeah, but that's because the person is here right now and the situation that he's in is a situation that you see right now is going to be that's dangerous. A, that's a Pekuch Nefesh. That's already maybe... Maybe it's already not Pekuch Nefesh. I'm talking about a case, you know that nothing people could know Pekuch Nefesh now. There's going to be Pekuch like Nefesh. Shall we not to do it? There's yeah, a disease. Let's say there's a, a disease in the world right now. Yeah. That by doing research on something, you'll be, you'll be able to cure that disease. Right. According to Naidavi, who don't know? Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Wow. Because you know there's the flu, this, uh, the Asian flu. The Asian flu there was. Yeah. And you know, and you know, they're predicting that next week it's going to be in the United States. Again, the Nehuda just says the, the patient's not in front of you. Right, right, yeah, exactly. We'll yeah. see in Rav Moshe even further, even, even further again. Yeah, let's go on. Let's go on. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Okay. Shematikum. Says the Nehuda. Right now, there's no chayla that needs this. You want to learn this chachma because maybe another chayla will need this. Ah, says the Nehuda, I'll bring you a raya. You know what the raya is? Are you allowed to um, make medicine on Shabbos? No. No. What, what is it? What's Why can't you make medicine? Maybe someone will need it. 
Maybe somebody will be definitely ill. I don't need it. No, you can do it on Alidei Goy. But uh, one second. If somebody is sick you right now, somebody is deathly ill, am I allowed to make medicine if for him? If there's the right time, if there's a banana, yes. If there's a banana, you can do it. If there's a sick person in front of you who's deathly ill, are you allowed to grind medicine? Yes, but sakana. Ask the Nebi Huda, yesh by sakana. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're allowed to do. So then, the writer. says the Nebi Huda, then I should always be allowed to make medicine. You know why? Because maybe there'll be a sick person. Maybe not uh-huh. The answer is, but if the sick person not in front of you, just because maybe or even Vada, you know, in this city every single Shabbos there are people with this thing. But right now there's nobody like that. You can't grind the medicine because maybe someone will be sick. In halacha, there's no concept of maybe because it has to be lefanenu, right? Imkain says in the if you're going to call this chashash suffix nefashas, then all aspects of healing, schikas, right, grinding the medicine, obishal samanim, cooking the spices, vachonas kliyizem lahakaza, or preparing the surgical knife, motor b'shabes, shema yizdam ha'yoy mevelay l'chol l'shiyot sarchlaza. So skip to Angel Khalila Lahatar Davraza Khas Vishalam to matter this. Vafilu Roife Homois in an oysin is soyan bechmatanitochaide shumais. Kiyim baharugima pi mishba, look what the Nedibihuda says. Look how times have changed. Even the Goyim don't have the chutzpah to cut up a dead body. They recognize the dead body has Kedusha. And even Goyim don't cut up dead bodies unless it's some criminal that was murdered based on the government. You hear? But nowadays in the hospitals, they cut people up like they're Everybody. a piece of steak. Yes. Right? And the Nadi Yudah says in the times of, in his times, even the Goyim wouldn't do that unless the guy is a murderer, he's a criminal. Someone who gave permission says in the night of Yehudim, "I'm going to be lenient." They're going to start cutting people up like they'd be a piece of chicken. So this is something we have to take a strong stance against, says the night of Yehuda. Even a situation whereby learning about the body will be able to save lives in the future, it doesn't matter. The the sakana is not in front of me. Lamasha, if a Hatzola ambulance has a flat on Shabbos, you have to leave it that way. You're not allowed to fix it. Maybe. If it's the only car in town, then you have to. No, it's the only ambulance, but there's no maze. There are other ambulances. There's a different reason they're allowed. Wow, but you say you cannot prevent that somebody will get sick. You, you want to hear about Atzala? You want to hear about Atzala? We'll see what Rav Moshe says. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's a famous, famous truth, Atzala, yeah. Okay. But this is the, the principle that we're learning from the Night of Yehuda, is that learning information for the sake of saving a life in the future, if that situation is not in front of you, is not called Pikach Nefashos. Just because it probably will happen or it might happen, that is not good enough to allow us to perform an autopsy, which is an Isser. Says the Chsam Soifer, quoting the Noi Huda, let's think very carefully about what the Noi Huda said. The Noi Huda said, you can perform an autopsy for the sake of learning information to save someone's life, maybe in the future. But what if you have two guys in the operating table? That's what, that's what you mentioned before. Was, remind me your name. Avi, what if you have two guys in the operating table? You operated on guy one, and he didn't make it. And now the surgeons are saying, let's go to guy two. 
And the other guy says, maybe we should first check out what we did wrong with the first guy. Says the Chassam Soifer, according to Noi Yehuda, it should be permitted. Because here we have a situation where the Sakana is right in front of you. If the only reason the Noi Yehuda did not allow it is because it's only maybe something in the future. What about if it's not a maybe in the future? What if it's right in front of your face? Then it should be permitted. Says the Chassam Soifer, if you want to look, In number 16, two lines from the end, the Chassam Sofer raises another issue. And that is, why is the Noida Bihuda getting involved, whether this is Vikach Nefashis or not? There's another Isser of learning from an autopsy, and that is, there's an Isser Dairaisa to get Hana from a dead body. Wow. It's Isser Hana. Isser Dairaisa. Knowledge. Sure is a law. You're learning. They got some. You know how to use it. They got many of these. To save somebody else's life. This is a law. He's dying. He needs a report. You're going to say what? Because he wasn't here when that guy died. Then I'm not going to touch him. Medical technology. I have a question. You're allowed to take out a guy's. A guy has a gold tooth. Or a guy has. You're allowed to get Hana from a dead body. No, no. Glad to cut his hair to make a wig. No, no. So it's a So how you let to make wow. a cut to use his body for anything? You're getting, a, you're deriving a benefit. If you'd have to go on uh, the black market to buy it, it would cost a lot of money. So you're getting hana. Says Sam Soifer, it's so, true you know how to get hana, but to save lives, it would be permitted. That's why the Noida Behuda has to say this is not considered saving a life. But if it, would, if it would be considered saving a life, then it would be permitted, A, to violate Nivel HaMais, and B, the Isra of HaMais. That's why the Noi has to say it's not considered Pikach Nefashos. But says Echsam Soifer, two lines from the end, You have two guys, the same sickness, the surgeons tried on the first guy, and they, you know, didn't go. So to do an autopsy on the first guy to see what went wrong for Sam Sefer says, I'm almost positive it would be permitted. To learn information for the future, for the sake of the medical field, prohibited. To do an autopsy for the sake of someone sitting right in front of you. He's, what uses Lashe Korovavada? Not, not a, it's not 100%, 99%. It's not clear. Kare Levade. So are we allowed to separate these two? 99.99. I would also say that... Yeah, because you're saving a life. Uh, that, the, the question is, are you, are, are you killing one of them? That's, another, that's a whole another uh, area also that, that uh, is interesting to look into. If you follow the yeah. Behuda to the extreme... Yeah. I, I would never go to a Jewish doctor. <laughs> Why? They won't have any education. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But they can rely on the autopsies performed by somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Let's say they came in together. Let's say they both ate at the same meal. Now, some sort of saying that, you know, saying it might be chilek. I mean, it's hard to know that they have the same exact problem. And they, it's like that. If they, maybe he's saying he's not 100% sure. Yeah. He's saying that there happens to be two people lying next to each other. 
Maybe there's even a chilek if they can't. Let's say they both ate at the same meal. Right. And they both had the same, same symptoms. Thing. So maybe there might even be more of a hetter the more so right since the whole the whole iser is because it's not a clear and present danger so the more obvious and the more in front of you the situation is I hear comes along the Binyan Sion Binyan Sion was written by the Arch Lener of Yaakov Etlinger and he argues on the Chassam Cypher and he says even with two bodies sitting in front of you and the surgeons messed up on body number one, and now they want to go in and discover where they went wrong to save the other guy's life, you're not allowed to. Even in the case of the Chassam Seifer. Because you may cut where is the... Why? Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Look at number 18 for a moment. The Gemara in Baba Kama and talks about David HaMelech and he wanted to do a, a specialized mission. There were some Philistines hiding out in a, a barley field and the barley belonged to Jews. So knocking off these Philistines would mean destroying somebody else's barley. And he asked the Shaila, am I allowed to do that? Basically, I'm stealing money from other people for the sake of saving lives. Clear and present danger. And the Gemara, and the, it was told to David HaMelech, he's not allowed to. Says the Gemara, and David HaMelech had the following question, Mahu Am I allowed to save myself with my friend's money? In other words, like this. Somebody's chasing after you with a gun. You want to jump into someone else's car and drive away. So you're stealing his gas. Are you allowed to steal money to save your life? No. What? No. I thought there are only three Averis you're not allowed to do to save your life. Avodah Zara, Gili Arayas, Shvichas Damim. Says the Gemara Baba Kama, in Yeshiva they forgot to tell you about a fourth. You're not allowed to steal to save your life. You ever hear that before? No. Says the Gemara Baba Kama, you can't steal to save a life. Shalchulei, they sent David HaMelech, Osur lahatzil atzma b'momen chaveroi. But you're a different David HaMelech, you're a king, you can do whatever you want. Not an Inus. Just like you're not a... Okay. So there's a major machloikis rishayinim. What in the world does this Gemara mean? Asur lahatzal atzmai b'mamayin chaveray. According to the Binyan Siyan in many tshuvas, the opinion of Rashi means pshutai kemashmai. I see my friend's car. I'm going to use his gas to ride away. I'm going to pay him for the gas. You're not allowed to do that, right? Am I allowed to steal something from you and then pay you back? No, right? Just in a regular case. Am I allowed to go into your house, you know, uh, go, use your telephone, call long distance, and then I'll pay you $3 for it. Am I allowed to do that? Of course not. Why? Stealing. You stole, and then you pay back. You're not allowed to steal and then pay back. According to Rashi, according to, you're not allowed to steal money to save your life. Aye, the Gemara says there are only three Averos that you're not allowed to do. Averizar. Says Ramban, according to this, there's a fourth. And the Ramban has a Braisa that says there are four Averos that you're, not to, that you're not allowed to do to save your life. Rashi, Shita, and Shas, you're not allowed to steal money to save your life. This is a shock to me, but that's, that's Rashi, yeah, Shita. It's a solid question, this. Doesn't matter. 
Like one of the three, Zatzav Nefashov, no? Yeah, you're, there's three Ave, you're, you're allowed to violate any Avera to save a life, so, except for Avera Zara, Gili Arias, and Shri Chastamim. And according to Rashi, stealing. That's Rashi Shita. According to that, says Abin Yansiyan, if you're not allowed to take your friend's money to save a life, you're certainly not allowed to cause him disgrace to save a life. So an autopsy to save lives, even if the life is in front of you, this guy's dying, he's dying, right in front of you. And if you do an autopsy on body A, you'll be able to save body B's life. The same way you can't take away A's money to save B's life, you can't take away A's kavod to save B's, B's life. And according to Rashi, says the Binyan Tzion, just like you wouldn't be able to steal from A to save B's life, you can't do an autopsy on A to save B's life, because an autopsy is more of a disgrace than taking his money. Taking his covet is worse than taking his money. What about if he's mochel on his money? He said ah, so night before this that I will mochel on the money for emergency situations. You want to know, what if he gives rishos? Yeah, that's how I, get, I, I leave my house every morning and I say to myself, for any kind of emergency, for any Jew happen, I'm mochel on my money you if could, it's up to certain amount of money. You could do that, you could do that. So, oh. so then what will happen? You want to know, could you be... So then... Uh, I said no. It should be no problem. One second. One second. My car is over here. If anybody that's running away from a bullet, you can take my car. So one second. One more thing. Let's, let's add one thing. Let's add one thing. That's Rashi's opinion. Rashi's opinion is you can steal to save a life. But we don't hold like Rashi. We hold like Tysus. Now, But still the Gemara says, Asr lahatzal What does that mean? You're not allowed to save yourself with your friend's money. Says Tysus. You know what that means? You're not allowed to save yourself with your friend's money if you don't plan on paying back. If you're going to jump into this car to save your life and you don't plan on compensating your friend for the gas, you're not allowed to do it. But if you plan on paying back, you're allowed to do it. In other words, let's say somebody, someone's at gunpoint, he wants to steal money to bribe the, the gunman. According to Tysus, you could steal the money if you plan on paying back. If you don't plan on paying back, you, you, can't steal, you can't steal the money and you're not even steal the money to save your life. Says the Binyan Tzion. That means even according to Tysus, you can't perform the autopsy to save the guy's life in front of you. You know why? Because this is something you can never pay the guy back for. This is like stealing with the intention of not paying back. And therefore, even for a person in danger in front of you, says the Binyan Tzion, you cannot perform the autopsy. He argues on the Chassam Seifer. Chassam Seifer says the only reason the Noida Behuda does not allow an autopsy is because maybe, maybe, maybe saving a life in the future does not constitute halachic pikoch nefashas. But if it's in front of you, then it will be permitted. Says the Binyan Tzion, even then it's prohibited. You know why? Just like you're not allowed to steal money without the, with, with the intention of not paying back to save a life, you certainly cannot perform an autopsy because his disgrace is something that cannot be repaid. Okay. Let's see this inside. Look in, uh, look in number 17. First, let's see the Shaila Nishalti. And if you thought, we're, if you thought this was hard to comprehend, we're, we're just getting started. <laughs> okay, look at the Binyan Sion. 
Ben Yitzchak says like Neshalti Choyle Echa Nichla Bechoyle Nifla. A sick person was sick with a strange a strange disease. The doctors were involved in trying to heal him without any success. There's another sick person with the same sickness. And the doctors wanted to open up the dead body. To try to find some kind of remedy for the guy who's alive. Can you do so to disgrace the body or not? When was it? How long ago? The Arach Laner When you lived, it, how many years ago? Not so long ago. 150 years ago. Time of Sam Seifer, probably. It's in time of... Uh, yeah, I believe the 19th century. 1800, yeah. 19th century. Yeah. Look what he writes. Achein. There's a relative of his living in the neighborhood. Yeah? Yeah. Mamusha ben Achaben. Look at Achein. Oh, you say the ah. radio. Tesh Tafrishun Bed. So that's 1852. Yeah. Okay. Says the Arach Laner, even in a situation where the person is a Choyla and from you, now to do it. First, I'm going to address the Raya of the Matar. Now look what he says. Look on the next page. There is a great principle in the Torah. That nothing stands in the way of saving a life. And it doesn't matter if it's vada saving a life or only suffix saving a life. He says the Arch Lanar, even if you even if you want to try to apply Pikwach Nafashos, you cannot apply to this case. Why? I already proved in a different place. Shedas Rashi, that the opinion of Rashi, Al Pigamar de Babakama, Damrinon Sham, Asur Lahatzel Atzma Bimama in Khavira. The Gemara says you're now to save yourself with your friend's money. You're now to save, steal your friend's money even to save yourself from death, even if you're going to pay back, according to Rashi. Taisvis and the Rush say that you're allowed to steal the money as long as you're going to pay back. But not that you're now to do it in the first instance. But according to Rashi, like this, if you're now to steal money to save your life, you're certainly not allowed to cause your friend embarrassment to save a life. According to Rashi, if you're not allowed to save yourself with your friend's money, certainly it will be prohibited to embarrass your friend because his honor is more important to him than his money. If you can't take his money to save your life, you can't embarrass him to save your life. You, you know why you can't uh, steal to save your life? Why? Because, because it may not work. Then you won't have a chance to pay him back. What do you mean? For Even sure. if you ha- let's say you're a millionaire, you're going to pay him back uh, tomorrow. Uh, if he gets killed. He's saying good if what? If he doesn't save himself. Oh, yeah, it's good throw, actually. It's good throw. No, um... No, because you're allowed to do other affairs. You're allowed to wear shatness to save your life, even though it might not save your life. Yeah, but there's no chesor into the chaver. This is a privilege. Oh, you're saying a svara, why you... It's a good svara, yeah. Because you might not be able to pay back. Yeah, yeah.
Well, because he's dead. Not a bad because he's not going to die. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Maybe. According to Rashi, I remember it was a Gemara in Maseret Tani that it said, "Adif no ladam nizrok et small kifshanesh v'lo ladmin et mechaviro barabim." So this he went into into the fire of the of the baker over there. How come he used the fire just to save his life, not to embarrass the other? What should he have done? According to to Rashi, he uses fire right. to save himself from not to embarrass others. So right, he, he used, jumped into the fire, right? Using the the baker fire. Who says it wasn't his own fire? No, he was passing by and he was a bakery there. He was running from two yes. men. And he was a bakery there and he jumped into the fire. No, there's foot on something very hard. No, no, he jumped into the fire. A different is okay. No, I'm just asking like Sfarah, I don't know. How come he used the fire of the baker to save his life? He didn't embarrass the... The, the charity he, gave, he was giving the charity and he catched them. He wanted he didn't want he didn't want to embarrass his friend, so he jumped into the fire. But he but, but he saved I mean he saved his life. He didn't want to embarrass them. No, no. He did the right things. He didn't. He the, the fire didn't 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 affect him. It affected his, his wife wasn't wasn't hurt at all. He was singed. So he wanted to find out why. That's the Gemara. But the fire doesn't do it. That's the fire doesn't. There's no there's no damage. There's no the fire still, the fire's still there. Okay. He's saying, I mean, it's causing the guy loss? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Now look, look at two lines down. So, but he's going to say, not only according to Rashi, that you're not allowed to steal money to save your friend's life, but even according to the, the sheet of Tysus, not only is it also to perform the autopsy according to Rashi, it would appear that this is the same din. And he goes on to say that the reason why, why Tysus and the Rush say you're allowed to steal money to save your life is only because you're going to pay back. But disgracing your friend is something that's and you can't pay back for. Rules, the Binyan Sion, Halach, Halamaisa, an autopsy is prohibited under all circumstances. It doesn't matter if you have a clear and present danger. What does Rav Maisha say? Now take a look at this. Rav Moshe wants to know, let's say a guy is uh, dying. Yeah. And you could go to medical school for a year and learn how to save him. Are you obligated to do that? You already have doctors. Have to be no, there are no other doctors. It's a disease nobody wants to touch. Are you obligated or are you allowed to? Both. <laughs> Uh, well, ab- let's talk about obligate. Is there a mitzvah to learn the information to be able to save? No. 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 Why? But Moshe says it's like this. What if you have a guy, let's say Rav Shembar What did Rav Shembar do for a living? He was learning, right? Did he, was he able to give tzedakah? <laughs> you don't know if I have money, you can't give tzedakah. Is Hashem Ha'echai obligated to go make money in order to be able to give tzedakah? No. The Torah says, you give a certain percent of what you have, but you don't have to go out and have in order to give. The same thing with Pikuach Nefashos. You're obligated to save if you can save, but you're not obligated to put yourself in a situation where you're able to save. Rav Moshe says, 
if that was, if one would be obligated to learn the information necessary to save people, then everyone would be required to be a doctor mm-hmm. to save lives. Says or volunteer to Hatzala. Is every Jew obligated to volunteer for Hatzala? No, not at all. There's no chiv to to learn how to save to learn the ways to save people's life in order to do it. There's no chiv because the Torah only obligates you to do what you can in the situation that you're in. But the Torah doesn't obligate yourself, doesn't obligate you to expand your situation so that your situation allows you to save. And therefore, says the Igor Smaisha, you're standing here right now. This guy, he's, right, he's, he's uh, not surviving. Are you obligated to save him? Yeah, but I'm only obligated to do what I can. What I can. Am I obligated to, to perform an autopsy to be able to save him? No. Once I'm not obligated, I'm not allowed to. Once I'm not obligated, because since my obligation to save lives is only in the situation I'm in now, in the situation I'm in now, I can't save him. Oh, but you'll say, maybe I should be obligated to expand my horizons and perform an autopsy to be able to save people. Torah never places that type of obligation. The obligation of mitzvot is only in the situation I'm in now. And I was thinking, if this sounds very innovative... I saw once, I forgot to bring it in, I really should have brought it in. There, the Talmud Muvaka, the Vilna Gain, was Rabbi Surah, one of them was Rabbi, Rabbi Surah Mishkalov. He was one of the uh, first of the Tamide Hagra to move to Eretz Yisrael. And in his Hakdama, he writes a biography about the Vilna Gain. And he talks about how the Vilna Gain knew all the Chachmas in the world. He knew music, he knew algebra. Math, of course. And there's one thing his father did not let him learn. His father did not let him learn. Refua. Why? Because his father told him, once you learn medicine, you'll be obligated to save lives. So I never understood that. So, then he should be obligated to learn medicine. If he could learn it, he should be obligated to learn it, to be able to, uh, to save lives. What's his fault? I don't understand what his father accomplished. If his father felt that if the Vilna Gain would become the expert in medicine, he would have to save lives, so then he should have told him to... <coughs> Then what does it help for him not to learn it? Isn't he now obligated to learn it? No, no, I'm not talking about that. This is the principle of Rav Moshe. You're only obligated to save a life in the situation you're in, but you're not obligated to learn, expand the situation in order to save lives. That's not your personal obligation. What about teaching Torah? What do you mean? You're saving life of people to be machzur b'tshuvah. Definitely. So this is okay. Of course it's okay. No, but the, que- the question is... What is the difference? What do you mean? Between teaching somebody Torah... I mean, why am I... I mean, I shouldn't be obligated... Also to teach somebody else Torah. Because you, you, that's something you... you have right now I know it. You know that, you know how to I know how to learn. Yeah. Here's a guy, he's spiritually dying, so I got to save him. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a guy who knows how to swim. He can't say, I don't have to jump into the water to save. You know how to swim, so you got to save. So here, you know, you know Torah. Your friend doesn't know it. You got to help him. But, because you know how to swim doesn't mean you know how to save somebody. That's, that's right. Oh, that's true. You're right. That's right. This is not a... This is not a... Yeah, there's not a hashkafic discussion. This is a halachic discussion of... What? You're not allowed to join the army. I didn't comment on the army. Yes, you did. No. You're not allowed to save lives. No. I didn't say you're not allowed to. It's a very noble thing. But you're not allowed to perform an autopsy to save a life. If it involves violating a prohibition, 
then you're not allowed to do it because it will save a life in the future. So are you allowed to enter a medical school knowing that that's part of the curriculum and you will not become an MD because you will have to do... Well, we said it, uh, to do an autopsy on a guy is a separate discussion. Maybe we should discuss it next week. But if you're to enter a medical school where they're going to be doing autopsies on Jewish people, then of course not. Of course not. Yeah, or a Kayin. Let's say a Kayin wants... Right? You, what we're learning is you can't do an autopsy to save a life. Could you, could you become a Hatzalah member? Of course you could become a Hatzalah member. You're not... Right? It's a very noble thing. But it, when you're learning, is it called... Is, are you obligated to become a Hatzalah member to save a life? You're not obligated. Are you doing a wonderful thing? Sure you're doing a wonderful thing. Can we say you're obligated because of the Chiyav of Pikach Nefashos? No, we're not going to say that. But to, uh, to say every Jewish life, But nevertheless, the halachic definition of Pikach Nefashos A is if the person is sitting in front of you, and B, you're only obligated to save in a situation where you are able to do it right now. Let's read Rav Moshe inside. I don't want to hold anybody up, but... Um, Rav Moshe, okay. Yeah. I mean, that kind of mitzvah, wouldn't it, uh, wouldn't it involve something in the future and study something that will help me be healthy in the future? And if oh, that's well. true, then perhaps we could... Uh, then, then it could be... Bahato or Echa Kamarcha. And we could, we, could, we could say that... Again... If you're able, let's say, if you're able to read a science book to be able to save lives in the future, you're doing a very noble thing. But we're not going to call it pikuach nefashos. Sure. You want to exercise because you, you know. How to be healthy. So I'm I'm studying in the future to see how I should be healthy. I would think that it is. Correct. But let me. Are you allowed to do it? Are you allowed to? Are you let's say are you allowed to? Write on Shabbos about trying to figure out how to preserve your health better because you'll live longer that way? Pikach Nefashas. Again, the same thing. It's not called Pikach Nefashas unless there's a clear and present situation. Is it noble? Is it good? Is it a mitzvah? Is it a wonderful thing? Yeah. But it's not considered saving a life. Okay, let's see what Ramesha says. Look. In uh, number 19, Okay, you see the next line, it says, See? On the, s- on the seventh line, Rav Moshe said, I would like to add the following. Even if you want to say, not like the Neidah Behuda, that the eventual possibility of saving a life is a reason to push away Yisurim. Because that's considered like you have somebody in front of you. It still would not push off the prohibition of autopsies. There is no obligation to learn how to heal. Do we find anywhere in the Torah that there's an obligation to be a doctor, to heal all the sick people? Why not? There's sick people right now. There will be sick people. Why are you not obligated to be a doctor to heal them? Why not? Why does the Torah not obligate a Jew to be a doctor? You'll say, oh, because uh, maybe nobody will be sick. No, Ramesha says, come on. 
They're sick people. Look around. Go to the hospitals. It's full of sick people. So we should be obligated to learn how to heal them. The answer is, Mishum she'achiv ala adam hurak lahatzel eschaviray b'mash she'yachal. You are only obligated to help what you can. Dim if you're already a doctor, then you're obligated to heal your sick friends. If you know how to swim, if you know how to swim and save a guy, then you're, if you're a lifeguard, you have to save see someone. Yeah. Right? Yeah, anybody ever see a, a, in a, a, any of the Paiskim say, you're to be a lifeguard? Is there a chiv to be a lifeguard? Because maybe you'll take a cruise and, you know, chances are I'll probably capsize and, uh, you know, <laughs> and you'll have to save everybody. No, there's Probably no chiv. No there's no chiv to learn how to swim. No, it's a chiv. The father has to teach the son how to swim. It's a chiv. But yeah. not life-saving. It's a chiv. But it's not, not so pasha. Even though the Gemara and Kedushin says, yes. it's not brought down in Shulchan Clearly. It's not brought down in Shulchan Aruch. But okay. 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 It's the same itself. The only thing itself. The Gemara is only talking about not life-saving, right? But not life-saving. It's she not brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Could be because in those days everyone used to travel in boats and nowadays, it's, you know, it's not... Okay, but anyway... Are you obligated to learn how to swim? Are you obligated to learn how to swim? Are you obligated to learn how to swim? You know what this is like? Here you have a guy, right? He's uh, working, he's making $50,000 a year, and he's perfectly fine with that. So we say to him, no, you're obligated to go out and be investment banker to make $3 million a year because you know how many people, you could, lives you could save if you'll be able to give more tzedakah? Mm-hmm. Is this guy obligated to start making more money to give more tzedakah? Of course not. Your obligation is on the matzav you're in now. And I'll bring you a raya, says Ramayisha, from Abshimbar Yechoy. We see somebody who his profession is his learning. They only made a living to be able to sustain themselves. And this is the highest madrega. So you say, why is this the highest madrega? They should be obligated to go and make a real living to give a hefty sum to the tzedakahs. You are obligated to do what you can in the situation you're in. You're not obligated to become wealthy. You're not obligated to change yourself from the situation you're in to be able to accomplish. What does that mean, the situation that I'm in? What does that mean? Ah. In other words, right now, I don't have this amount of money, so I don't have to give tzedakah. More tzedakah. Am I obligated to make more money to be able to give more tzedakah? More. Right now, let's say I'm giving $10,000 a year of tzedakah. If I make a million dollars a year, I would have to give $100,000 of tzedakah. Am I obligated to get a new job to be able to give more tzedakah? No. So here you have a guy, Nebuch, he, you know, he's not surviving. Or, yeah, you have a guy on the operating table. Right? The doctors were unsuccessful in saving this guy's life. Now you want to do an autopsy to save some, guy, some guy's life in the future. If I don't do the autopsy, I can't save that guy's life in the future. Am I obligated to save that guy's life? No, you know why? 
Because right now, if I don't do this autopsy, um, is there any way for me to save his life? No. So then I'm not obligated to save his life. But you'll tell me, so I should be obligated to do an autopsy? I'm not obligated to change the situation that I'm in to be able to expand my ability to help people. Okay. How do we pass in Allah Lamaisa? So, we said last uh, week that very often the last word on these issues is the Gesher HaChayim, from Michal Michal Tukachinsky. And he learns Halacha Lamaisa like the Chsam Seifer. That under normal circumstances you cannot do an autopsy, but if you have in front of you two patients, and one of them you were unsuccessful with, and you want to do the autopsy on A to save B, you can do that. However, he says that's very, that, that this is very academic. Let's take a look on uh, number 20 in Ice Gimel. I thought you were going to bring down uh, the, 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 I don't know if it's a mistruber or a different truber, Rev Moshe Feinstein. Yeah, that's, that's what we just saw. Um, that's right. A, 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 a different truber, Rev Moshe says that right, the Noe idea was maybe saving a life in the future is not Pikuach Nefashos. Why? Because it's not clear and present. Rav Moshe says, even if it would be considered clear and present, you're not obligated to save someone who's in a clear and present danger the if in the situation you're in, you can't do it. What I was going to say In other words, can you... Yeah. There must be in a, in, in a, in a different truth yeah. where he was asked uh, about doing autopsies in Israel when they had that, uh, that event and... Uh, he, he says uh, he compares it to uh, to Pelegish Begiva um, that that it might be it might be he thinks it might be permissible to cut up uh, uh, to, to cut limbs in order to demonstrate in order for demonstration purposes in, in this, as a protest as this is what an autopsy looks like and not to have autopsies. Mm. Um, I'd be curious to see that. Maybe. He didn't say it's permissible. He said it might be permissible. Okay. Um, let's take a look um, in Bayes, in number 20. Yesh Roifim Makilim La'atzam, page 5. There are some doctors who are lenient. L'natech meis, k'day l'hislamid, or l'lamid l'talmidim, l'limid, anatomy, or physiology, right? That's what they do in medical schools. Anatomy. Anatomy, physiology, right? U'kvart sovcha zegonia dekadmoi v'asroi, the earlier... Uh, sages, the later sages, they cried out against this. Raven Noi Devi Huda, Mashehish Vazav Eser Muchlat. Noi Huda says this is absolutely forbidden. Veshavu Mashaimim Shizu Noigas Atzos Nefashos, and it's for uh, it's empty that which they say it's saving lives. Chada number one, Shikvar Noda Shein Shem Tayalas Maasis Yotzim Nevdikas Hames. Number one, he says they don't ever gain anything from doing these um, autopsies. autopsies. That's the first time of the Noi Devi I didn't put on the sheet. But number two, the main reason is Sheinus to have Pikuach Nefashos Doich Shabbos Zel Rak Bezdan Shikvar Nimsa. That's only if the danger is in front of you. Somebody, something fell on them. Somebody, something fell on them. 
to learn. We don't find any heter about this. Because otherwise, says the people will be permitted to, to make medicine on Shabbos because ulai, 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 you'll have a sick person. And by the way, I'm sorry for adding another reason. He says, Shlishis, Shahamis, Harehu, Asr, Bahano, you're not again Hano from Amis. However, look in Gimel. The Gashar Achayim comes out, Lahakel, if in fact you have two people in front of you. Of a Makim Shiyashnam, Shnei Choylam, Bechoyli Achas, Beyachem Hemes. The doctors say, by investigating the first patient, you'll be able to save the second one. Yeah. Some sofer would seem to be matir. L'chayra of Moshe would say you're not allowed to. But... The Gesher Chaim Paskins, Vim Ki Hagoyin, Rav Yaakov Edlinger Machmir, even though the Archlaner says you're not allowed to, Afibachai Gavna, right? Even though the Archlaner said you're not allowed to, what was his reason? Because Osir Lahatzal Atzma Bemom and Chaveroi, Vitamu Shikshim Shalzat Atzma Bemom and Chaveroi, Kachin Lahatzal Nefesh Achas, Bekleiner Shalacher, says the Gesher Chaim, we could be Soimech on the Chsam Soifer. That, if you have two patients in front of you to save the life of patient two, you could do the autopsy on one. However, says the Gesher Chaim, this is all academic. Because if you know what goes on in the hospitals, he says it's a lot of bogus. They'll tell you, yeah, they need to do the autopsy to save this one's life. Very, very rarely a patient A and patient B are lined up right in front of you where patient A, they did the wrong thing and they want to know what to do with patient B and they're just telling you that, that they need to know it because they don't understand the concept of Nivel Hames. Look what he says. And this is talking about if they have the same sickness. But in our times, Nowadays, that the doctors who are learning, they don't understand the concept of the image of man, that man is created in God's image. You can't trust them. You can't believe them when they tell you this is necessary to know. Especially nowadays, you have doctors who just cut out a limb, you know, for their own personal co- collection. As we know, it happens. You can't trust the doctor. Even if the doctor says, we need to do autopsy on A to save B, you can't believe the doctor and you can't do it. Okay? This again, this is talking about Jewish bodies. The body of a guy, we'll have to stay tuned. We'll have to get to that. And I didn't finish the topic of cremation and halacha, we'll have to get to that.